out there, everyone. Born with you this morning out there in cyberspace. And today I want to talk about the security of God's love, which is so, so important, especially in the, the age in which we live. And I want to address um, Christians and non-Christians. So if there's anyone that's been struggling in their walk and perhaps dropped away from following the Lord or, you know, you haven't believed ever, but you've stumbled across this message. So I want to talk to both sets of people as we go through this about the security, as I said a moment ago, of God's love. Now, Jesus loves us with a never-ending, perfect love, but it's like any wholesome relationship. It's based on trust and openness. And it's just as we come before him with that uh, repentance in our heart, and repentance just means to turn around and go the other way. Once we were going our own way, the way this flesh wants to go, with its desires, chase after things, often that aren't too healthy for us. But the Lord brings us to a point because we have eternity in our hearts. There's just something that tells us, you know, we're not just flesh and blood. And so that never-ending perfect love becomes such a reality when we just accept Jesus, when we turn from our own broken ways. And boy, there's broken people out there. You don't have to look far. And so people are in need of security, but security that comes from God alone, that place where we can sit at his feet and just have that loving relationship. And uh, like any relationship, you know, it's, it's a free relationship, but it costs us everything when we turn to him. And all as he wants is an open heart, a willing heart, an obedient heart. Because, you know, God knows what harms us. He's not some sort of killjoy. <laughs> I think some people outside church circles think, well, it's just do's and don'ts, you know. Don't do this, don't do that. That's not the case because, you know, when you encounter, and this is my experience, when you encounter the loving God, when you get close to him, when you open up deeply to the very inner core of your life, that's in that spirit realm. And when we say, yes, Lord, I realise that I've just blown it. I'm not perfect and no one is. And you turn to him. He's in that moment, he forgives and he doesn't just put it, and at the back of the book sort of thing, and he looks at it now and then to see your past, no, wipes it out. It's gone. And that's a security just in itself. You know, with children, they become secure by knowing the boundaries. And often with children, they'll be pushing the boundaries. And really what they're saying is, show me the boundaries. And boundaries they've proven with child psychology uh, that when the child knows the boundaries, they become more secure because that's their place of operation. You know, they know that they're safe in those boundaries. Well, God is like that with his word and his Holy Spirit to us. He knows what harms us and he's just trying to show us the boundaries. It's up to us to listen. We've always got free choice. We can walk away anytime and in that moment, God doesn't turn his attack on us, but as we come out from under his protection, our, our spiritual enemy, Satan, is there waiting to have a shot. And I've been in places like that years ago when I wandered from the Lord. And boy, there was a few things happened in my life that I wasn't really well pleased with. But when I came back, there was just that embracing love, like the story of the, the, uh, the prodigal son 
You know, mankind was robbed. We had perfection in the Garden of Eden. God created perfection. This body was immortal, never got sick. But then we were deceived by Satan, who was Lucifer, who had the highest place in heaven other than the Godhead. But he fell. He was like some politicians, one of the top job, unfortunately failed. And uh, the rest history, as we say, it's written through Scripture. But the Lord has always wanted, the Lord God has always wanted relationship with us. And that's how he created us, to have relationship with him, a loving relationship, not based on law. You know, if anything, the Old Testament and the Jewish people proved that you couldn't live perfectly under the law. And God's kingdom is a kingdom of perfect righteousness. And so (laughs) I'm afraid as I look around our world and at myself, We're not perfectly righteous in ourselves. But you know, that moment when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour, confess where we're blown at in life, confess that sin the Bible calls, and as we turn to him, he forgives perfectly, and we can walk on from that point. You know, some people might think, oh, church is just some do-gooder society where you go and, um, you know, slap each other on the back and sing a few songs and make each other feel good. But eternity is in the heart of man, eternity. And there's two kingdoms, definitely. I just want to um, tell you some accounts of my life to bring that reality home. There's two kingdoms, darkness and light, perfect righteousness, probably perfect corruption if you want a name for it. And um, firstly, years ago, I was driving out of town in a work vehicle and I had unfolding before my life, almost like you'd seen in the, in, in the movies. It was like a short video clip. And I could see our family car with my wife at the time and children heading out that way. And then I could see a, a truck coming the other way. And it was just about to hit the vehicle. And this revelation, this video from the spirit realm stopped. Now, I didn't know whether that was the Lord warning me. I didn't know whether it was the devil Uh, you know, trying to attack us as a family. Anyway, I came home from work about a week later. My wife says, you never guess what happened. And she turned across the lane into the oncoming traffic, think it was a dual lane carriageway, as they call it. But it wasn't. It was just one way at a time. And this truck was bearing down on her. She just remembers stones going everywhere and then the car was around the corner safely, uninjured, no impact. And I said, yes, I know. I saw it about a week ago. But I prayed, so I pulled the car over on that day and prayed to break that. That's just one example. Um, There was another one where I was out working, my communications job, and I was kneeling down in this office. And I knew this particular lady in this um, organisation was definitely into the occult realm. Anyway, she came to the door of this office and glanced down at me and it was just like the movies, almost like the spiritual lightning, bang, and we sort of recoiled off each other. There is light and darkness at that point, clashed. So this is not made up. This is real. This is real for my life, my history. And so there are other things that have come up. I was involved in martial art heavily and I got out of that there was some not-so-good spiritual stuff really behind that without going into detail. But after about 12 months, they rang me up and said, look, 
some of the instructors will be away on holiday. Could you come back and just help, you know, do some instructing? And I said, oh, yeah, a bit of exercise will do me good. You know, I did one lesson and I started to get vile migraines I hadn't had for years. Those flashing aura in the eyes. If you're a migraine sufferer, you'll know what I mean, that queasy feeling. And I was sitting, and I had about three or four days of this, and I was sitting there one night at home on my own, sitting there with my eyes shut, just wish this migraine would leave me. And you know what? I heard the Holy Spirit like I'm talking to you now. You don't belong there. And I knew what he meant. Rang them up and said, sorry, can't come back. Migraines left me instantly. Now, I'm talking to both Christians and non-Christians, but I'm trying to impact. There are two spiritual kingdoms. Um, you know, it says in John 10.10 10, that Jesus came to bring life and life abundantly. Now, he's not some sort of killjoy. And so that scripture bears it out. The devil only comes to steal, kill and destroy. That's like his personal mission because he hates mankind because we were created to occupy that high place in God's heart as his family, as his children. You know, as I said earlier, we can't exist in a law situation. And what I want to talk about is often what people say about Christians. You know, they're self-righteous or they're judgmental. But look, if we put it this way, Christians, we are only beggars that have found bread that are telling, one are telling others where to find bread. That's it. There's no self-righteousness. It's God's grace, God's beautiful grace. We didn't deserve it. We can't earn it. And as I say, the, the Jewish people of old, through the Old Testament, proved time and time again that they couldn't live that law perfectly. Jesus came to fulfill the law, which he did, broke the power of sin and death, and we inherited physical and spiritual death at the fall. Jesus came to redeem the human race. For everyone that would believe in any time, he came to set us free. And that brings security. When you've got security, you know, you can move into all sorts of situations. I know that I struggled with it more and more when I was younger. But as I've grown in God, as I've let the Holy Spirit just bloom in my life, I suppose, for want of a better word, to take over my life, you know, it's brought a security that I didn't have. And in doing that, I can share my faith more easily. I'm not intimidated. I'm not trying to win a mental argument because we know as Christians that it's the Holy Spirit that does the convicting. We just live a lifestyle before people that is righteous from the outworking of the Holy Spirit who lives out through us if we let him. And in that beautiful place, then we can touch people's lives and people are so open. I know sometimes strangers, you know, have just opened up to us and many Christians will testify to that. They'll say, look, I didn't know this person, yet they opened up and poured their heart out. I've had that happen in work circles, people I haven't met before. I've had it at airports where I just start talking to people. And you just don't know what um, part of that person's walk that you're 
uh, leading them in because the Holy Spirit works on people through different ways and different people. We've just got to be open and ready. And uh, don't worry about how you feel. (laughs) You know, sometimes I haven't felt that great and yet the Lord used me to speak into someone's life and he's spoken to me often when I'm not feeling that great. His love comes through. So I guess what I'm wanting to round off with today that, you know, as Christians, just live the life in the spirit realm, the Holy Spirit. Let him take take control. Let go of the wheel. <laughs> we don't drive that well spiritually. And let the Holy Spirit guide you. Because at times he steered me away from a lot of things where I could have got myself burnt, shall we say. And he's just a beautiful, loving person. And he wants us to grow, wants us to love, wants us to be secure, but to live that out before people. So just thanks for listening. Look, if you've got any queries, contact um, People Builders Church. People that you might know that go there, talk to them. But look, the Lord wants to reach you if you're not saved. If you've just turned away maybe some years ago, he's always got an open heart like that loving father with the prodigal son, and he wants you back. His heart just breaks for people to turn to him, but he gives the human race free choice. It's a free choice. He'll let people go their own way, but he will not override their free choice. So let's, um, let's be thankful, church, that we have a loving God that cares, that's forgiving. Thank you. Thank you.